What's good with you folks? This is Ray Davis coming to you with the truth. This is I Need a Mic podcast where I will be discussing mental health struggles I've had with just like you. Let's talk about this attack line I use. It's to say enough is enough. Give me my damn mic. I'm tired. as from I'm going through. Hey folks. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? Alright, so before I get started with this episode, let me go ahead and put a content warning. Because we have a big and long, important episode to get through. So, content warning. If there's anything I had or have said in previous episodes that had offended you or anyone you have shared any episode with, I would like to apologize. I would like to also remind you I'm not condoning what I said, but on my podcast. I am real, I am authentic, and I'm a warrior. I'm no longer censored. I'm no longer limited. I'm no longer silent. Mental health will censor you. Mental illness will limit you. And mental emotions will silence you. Hey, folks. Man. So. Whew. Man. So let, let me go home and get into this episode. So this episode is titled. Um, so this episode is titled No More Playing Around. And I also have a poem that I'm very much in, in in process to complete, but I have a poem to to also include with this episode. So how many times in your life have you told yourself you're not playing around anymore? Or you're taking things seriously because of the treatment you're receiving? So how about this? You put your plans on someone's life because it was the only time you could get someone to listen and understand how serious you were. I know I did it. Am I proud of it? Of course not. Regardless of how I felt, I still had not put someone's life in my hands because I was not taken seriously. So in this episode, I will be talking about the moments I decided to take things seriously and how each event affected my mental and emotional health. So yesterday marked a very important day, well as a very special anniversary. It was my birthday, and it was also I Need a Mic one year anniversary. <sighs> I would love to thank everybody individually. So this is my way of thanking everyone who has who will, and who is continue to listen to Idea to Mike Popass. Thank you so much for listening to all the episodes, or one episode, or the latest episode. Whatever episode you listen to, at the end of, of the day, I just like to say thank you. Because y'all are helping me not only helping me with I need a mic but y'all are helping me in so many ways and I can only truly thank y'all so thank you so much so I would like to recap from the last year I started I need a mic if you listen to my first episode you can tell from that episode and on that I have grown so after every episode I go back and I listen um to you know to what I said rather here on podcasters and and or on Spotify 
sometimes I need to hear my voice as I'm still very much acknowledging my vocal identity, but also for memory purposes as well. I may come across someone who has listened to my podcast and wants to give me some opinions on anything they would like to discuss with me. So when I express I'm listening, that's me not only saying you have my attention, but you also have my interest. Yes, I do not have to take what you may say to heart, but I don't want you to look in your mirror asking yourself if you said anything right or anything wrong. So how did that come about, right? So when did that start, you know? It's just like, what happened, right? <laughs> so in my life, I, I have had various conversations with people and I unintentionally tend to forget what our conversations were about, whether I was in romantic relationships or personal friendships. I talk myself into forgetting various events so they are no longer affecting my mental and emotional health. So that's so this all has started after my abusive relationship had ended. I was feeling very horribly about my actions and what I had allowed. I was alone. Sitting in a dark, allowing my depression to fall into deep dark depression so I prayed for guidance and forgiveness and I actually really do remember this prayer like it was yet like it was last night so I got tired of what I was feeling in my heart and what was going on in my mind the events I was remembering I wasn't ready to come to terms with them and the things I wanted to remember, I couldn't remember them to save my life. I was craving a fairy tale mind with a re- with a reality acknowledgement spirit. I didn't know how to separate the two or unite the both or unite both. So if I could, if I if I can't have both then I would rather much live without none. (sighs) Man. So let me get into this poem that I have wrote and I'm still very much in the midst of writing or completing. So this title is Not a Setback. It's a setup. Another year with so much to express. Impressed with my progress, but stressed on a high just to make my days go by. I continue asking myself why. I reflect in the mirror while struggling to keep my feet from digging into something rough. So you tell me what it is you would like for me to do not sorry for cutting you off I only have my life to get me through so much that has to continue I understand why Ross did to do mentally under the influence emotionally fighting to wake up from whatever dream is telling me my blessings are getting ready to come up I need a mic is helping me 
keep my head up. Not too many bodies are mentioning they're mentally had enough. So that was not a setback. It's a setup. So I was motivated to have that title not a setback it's a setup after talking to someone who gave me some positive advices that I can motivate or have as a blueprint of motivation for myself and that really that really had helped me out in a difficult um in a difficult period that I was a different a, a, di- a difficult uh, a difficult um, I guess you could say slump I was willing to get over so moving on to today I had missed so much when I wasn't listening or when I wasn't giving something my full attention so if you don't have my interest or if you don't ask me if I'm interested, then respectfully, how could you expect someone to listen to you? We are so consumed, content, and accustomed to our own self. I understand it may be hard for anyone to have genuine people skills or social skills. So why not use various conversations as practice as practice? To learn, to learn how can I improve this quality of mine? Man, that's that's just something I've have like started just to practice on. Just doing within myself is recognizing what can I take out of various interactions, whether it's positive, whether it's negative, like. What is going to help me improve myself with whatever interaction? And once I recognize it, then I know how I will feel once the interaction has has ended. So I have faith that we all have qualities that deserve more attention. So I am listening. I am willing to understand. You have and you have my full attention once I notice I don't have the same energy in return then I'm not playing around no more respectfully I'm not playing around no more meaning I know what it is that I am capable of I know I know myself of what I am more willing to do for people I'm, that's just me saying this I know what it is I'm capable of doing for people or involving people. If there are some things I know I'm not capable of doing, then hey, I will be more gladly to respectfully express that. And 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 I will also be very transparent about it too. I will say, just give me a moment. Just give me a moment. Let me figure something out or or let me think of something to do or something to say or something to write 
And then, yes, I will come back and I will be a whole different person. So when did I decide to say I'm not playing no more? You know, after my last romantic relationship, I was fed up with the treatment I was receiving and the things I had allowed in the relationship. Mentally, I was beyond undefeated. Emotionally, I was upset, mad, and angry. And in, in the midst of the relationship ending, my grandmother on my dad's side was very sick and her days were limited. I had so many other things going on in my family as well, but I didn't have any more time or energy to waste on a failed relationship. You know, so I had attempt to focus on the things that needed my full attention versus something that could wait. Things didn't work out the way I planned, so I ended up being single before my grandmother's funeral. After I said my goodbyes to my grandmother, I started to tell myself I'm not playing when it comes down to my heart and who I allowed to get close to it. When I felt like my grief was my grief for my grandmother was stable I grieved I grieved over the failed relationship a little I didn't grieve over the person I grieved over the time I had spent so man looking back at it now, like, like, with yesterday being what it was, it was like a big reflection just to say, well, right, within a year, we realized that we were never okay with a lot of things that had happened in our past. And... I started to really say I'm not going to be okay with it in the future as well. So if I am not going to put up with any more mess, then let me figure out respectfully how can I express that. That people, I can hope people will understand. So I get when I say I'm not playing no more towards someone. It may come off however somebody may feel about it. But it's like, do you truly understand why it is I'm saying it the way I'm saying it? Because I could tell you no. And it's like, okay, what if I were to tell you no? What if I were to tell you I'm practicing on my boundaries and I'm practicing it with whatever interaction I'm receiving? And it's like, okay, so if I would have said that, would you still try to talk me into doing something or would you still try to make me see one side of something just to benefit the situation at hand versus not recognizing how could I benefit from it mentally or emotionally so when I said not playing no more, I said it in a way just to say, look, I'm not taking no more mess from no one. 
And this is just me saying, I know I am the only one who's going to be looking in my mirror once I make a decision to have conversations or once I make a decision to physically interact. So if I could predict some things that's going to be involving me, then yes, let me respectfully say I'm not playing no more. So once I see something and I'm not feeling good about it, then respectfully, I am going to walk away. And that really what happens is that I respectfully walk away and I go back to doing the things that I know I love the most to do. So I've dealt with many different, you know, family passings, right? In the last five or six years. But today, I received a phone call about my sister. That was the camel that broke his back. That was the camel that broke his back. As I say this in many conversations, whether it's on wisdom or whether it's in personal conversations, it took suicide for me to turn around and to say to myself, I'm not playing no more with the things I had took for granted. That's what I truly mean when I say it. I had neglected myself for so long over other individuals and I had failed myself because I wanted something because I wanted something like love I wanted something like support I wanted something like value acknowledgement cherishment I came to terms that only I could truly give myself those qualities that I lack. So I'm not going to sit up here and ask a handout for those strengthened qualities from individuals who won't, for their own right, who won't give it to me or who won't allow, or in their own right, who won't give me that same energy. So I just started just to sit back and realize why am I going to be reaching out my hand to receive those qualities when I should be able to do it for myself more importantly. It it do messes up your emotional well-being. When you do, when you live for everyone, but you don't, you don't know what it feels like to live for yourself. And then when you realize that the individuals are not going to be living for you, you're, you know, you feel broken, heartbroken, you know, you feel broken, heartbroken, all, a lot of different emotions, right? But it also messes up your mental well-being as well. You know, you feel like you're, you're not 
worthy you feel like that you're you know you feel like you're you know you're you're useless you feel like why am I here living then if I'm not going to be receiving the same love I will love to pour out I've been there I'm still very much going through it in my own significant ways but I've been there when I had allowed my depression to be deep dark depression and it took suicide for me to understand this as a whole to really come to terms with this as a whole to say hey you don't have to pat me on the back I know I could pat myself on the back better than some other people or better than people in general So I just started just to, I started to say, I'm no longer expressing I think. I want to forever express I know. So I know why I am not playing around anymore. I know why I am doing I need a mic. That's why I say in my intro, I hope what I'm doing is going to motivate you. Even though it had took me a long time to say I hope or for me to feel hope in a sense that I am, I'm no longer upset about hearing the word hope. So I just came to my own terms just to say, look, Ray, we're not going to, we don't even need to be playing around with ourselves. We could say we're not playing around to people who have, in their own way, show us that they won't be giving us the same love. But let's start with ourselves first. So when I look in the mirror, I know. Excuse me. When I look in the mirror, I know I am looking in the mirror alone. I know there's no one on the left of me, no one on the right of me, no one behind me. So I know the person who I should be focusing on is the person in front of me. And while I am very much looking at the person in front of me, I do see all the things I do need to work on. Each time I work on something, I am crossing it out. I am saying, well, Ray, we did the best we can. Let's move on to something else. And let's continue on growing. And it took suicide. It took suicide. For me to realize this. When it really shouldn't even had to. Took me to lose one sibling. To realize this. So if you know anyone. Who is struggling with mental health. Emotional health. Mental well-being. Emotional well-being physical health, physical well-being, spiritual health, spiritual well-being. 
please help them seek help please help them seek help so the emotions and mental mentality is something I can't talk about in various conversations all day long I allow myself to only talk about so much until I show the emotional pain I am still very much physically going through. In order to overcome and heal my own broken heart, I am not playing no more about the things I shouldn't have never neglected. So close out quote. <laughs> close out quote. <laughs> Don't know who said this, but whoever did, thank you. Life becomes beautiful when you believe that it can. When you believe that struggles will end. You allowed yourself to embrace hope. You are the creator of your future. Your thoughts are powerful. Let this be a reminder to filter out the negativity about yourself and your future. Let me say again for somebody in the back. Somebody who, who just came in. Somebody who just said, man, let me just hear this out real quick. Let me go to the end. I'd like to hear the ending of the quote real quick. Because Ray be coming up with, Ray be putting in some quotes. Life becomes beautiful. When you believe that it can. When you believe that struggles will end. You allow yourself to embrace hope. You are the creator of your future your thoughts are powerful let this be a reminder to filter out the negativity about yourself and your future so now you have heard me speak some truth this is my way of passing the mic to you I hope I hope my courage, will, and drive motivate you. Y'all take care. Stay safe. And I cannot stress this any further enough. Y'all kiss y'all kids every day.